Elks. Yeah, it is uh, Elks Thursday right here on 630 Ched. Thanks for joining us on the all-new this morning. It's Jalen Darrell, of course, Morley, too. Uh, Homo or game, the season opener. Uh, game one, June 11th. Your Elks against the Riders. We're excited about this, and we know that we want that home win. Manny Arsenault, the receiver, well, one of the receivers, not the receiver, but one of the receivers talking about how important that home opener is. It's very important. It's like I had that mindset. It's like now or never. You know, um, from from the organization standpoint, to us being players in the community, each year, you know, or every game, like it's gonna get better, it's gonna be better. It's to that point now. Is there's no words to be said? It's really, hey, June 11 need to get here, put the product out there, go win a game, and just get this thing going. Because when one come, it come in bundles. But I think the organization. Um, is at a point now we just have to go out and show less talk more action and and just let the community know stand behind your teams we in this thing together and, and that's how it, how it should be you know support one another and it's gonna come but you know it's it been a rough outing <laughs> but we're gonna get over that hump and, and, and get things going but you know everything's get trend upward and onward because once you hit rock bottom the only way to go from there is up and that's kind of how I'm looking at it Love the attitude, and I'm sure that the uh, the, the boss of the Edmonton Elks <laughs> loves hearing that attitude because from the players, that was Manny Arsenault, receiver with the Edmonton Elks, from the players to the coaches, management, uh, all through the administration, everybody wants to be on the same page. Let's get this thing going. And it starts at the top with the president, Victor Kui, who's joining us on this Football Thursday. How you doing, Victor? Good morning. Thanks. And, man, does it, it's... Isn't it inspiring to listen to a veteran like Manny just always be committed and pumped like he is? Well, and he nailed it because uh, everybody's on the same page, are they not? We've got to get this thing rolling and we will get it rolling. Well, you know, here's the thing about um, a sports business. The the model is really simple. Every It's two things. One, every single person in, in the organization, just like you said earlier, has got to be committed to winning. From the bottom to the top, every single organization has to believe we are on destiny's path to become champions. And we contribute and we do our role to contribute to that. The second part of it is fans have to be a part of our victory. And it is convincing our fans to come to the stadium one by one. Because everyone has a different reason for being a part of the team. And you can't magically wave your wand and make a million fans at a go. <laughs> it is literally hand-to-hand, person-to-person, and everyone in our organization is committed to doing that. Victor, what's the plan this year to get more bums in the seats? What's going to change besides the winning part of it? What else are you doing? Oh, well, there's, there's, there, there's a ton of new innovations that we're continually trying to do. But you're right. The first part of it is let's, let's get back to our winning ways of what we have spoiled Edmonton, you know, with of that they got used to to us being champions and our victories, and we believe that we can get back to that. Right? Like if you look at our training camp this year, we had 99 athletes that came in, um, 14 players from from the 2022 and 2023 drafts. We had an awesome second rounder with a local star, you know, with um, uh, Jake Taylor, right from U of A, and you know, I I remember. I was downtown and I bumped into his parents. And this is why having a community-owned team like the Elks, a not-for-profit organization like we are, is so amazing. 
I was downtown and I bumped into Jake Taylor's parents and they, you know, they flagged me down and they were so excited, you know, so excited. And I remember that last year when we had um, Corti and his family. And this is what I think really inspires the community and inspires our youth because they get to see that there's a path for professional sports for them. So I'm really excited about our team this year. Um, we got Cornelius who showed up at camp at 230 pounds and just fit as fit can be. It was just amazing. Our receiver core is out of, you know, just, we got Eugene Lewis and um, uh, Dunbar. And on top of that, we got Mitchell there. Like it's just, it's just, we got a solid championship team this year. Victor, you were talking about uh, interaction with some some fans, and I think that's that's so key. I think between the fans and the team, you must have loved on uh, Saturday at the preseason game when the first team offense was out of the game after their three series. They were throwing footballs into the stands while the game was going on, <laughs> and then I saw Stephen Dunbar grabs a sharpie and just goes up and sits down in the stands and starts talking with fans and signing autographs. That was a pretty cool scene. Well, well, it is cool. I mean, it's a bit of a double-edged sword, right? I don't think we could do that during the regular season because, you, you know, some fans, you never know how that interaction is going to go. So you want to protect the player and you want to protect the, pe- the fan. So, um, and unfortunately, what's crazy in this world of sports business is there are some fans who believe that because they've bought a ticket, they have the right to be jerks and to insult and to abuse, to be abusive. Now, majority of fans are not like that. The majority of fans are amazing people who really are just good people. But for whatever reason, something in buying a ticket to a sporting event changes some people's minds. And, you know, we've had fans call our our customer service line and just be absolutely abusive. And when our staff hangs up the call, they burst out into tears. Mm. And people forget that at the other end of that line is another person, another brother, sister, parent, uncle, cousin. And um, uh, that, that's important. But on the flip side of it, because we sometimes, if we stay in the office and we only deal with angry fans, we start to paint everybody with the same brush. And we think that all fans are just abusive and mean. But the fact is that, that they're not, right? And and we're all individuals and we're all trying to work to the same goal. So, but... In general, I mean, that's why I love walking through the stadium and I sit in 12 different seats throughout the stadium every single game because I want to get feedback from people. I want to hear what the fans have to say. And I just that interaction is so precious um, because we share a common bond and that's what we want to see the Elks succeed. Victor, I know when I first talked to you, shortly after you, you got this position, we talked about creating the, the connection to community. Tell me a bit about the uh, the off season, the overwinter, what you were able to do to try and and move toward that, and to make sure that there were really opportunities for connection as we launch this new season. Um, you know, people talk a lot about how um, years ago, and I remember it when uh, our players would be in the schools. Uh, of course, we're coming into summer break, but in, in, in September, and how we were always out in the community, and they would see that. And I think that what happened was our window, we forgot that we went through this COVID period of almost three years of a window of a canceled season, then scared of interaction and all of that kind of stuff that restricted us going to the community. And so now we're ramping up that entire machine that basically laid dormant for three years. Um, and, and coming back into, into the community. We've got an amazing anti-bullying program that um, uh, is sponsored by TELUS that goes into all the schools that our players 
all participate in training and are a big part of. Um, and we've worked really hard in the off season to interact with fans that that this is their first time of interacting with our brand and giving them a reason to care and be a part of the organization. So, you know, I've, I've talked about this a ton of times. The, the value proposition is not one ubiquitous one that you give to all fans because a hardcore fan that has been a season seat holder for 45 years is very different than a new immigrant who's come and we're welcoming them to Edmonton and they've never been a part of the organization or they don't understand the CFL. So you have to find really diverse ways to talk to a very broad audience. Elks President Victor Kui joining us this morning. Victor, we know what's happened with this organization on and off the field the last couple of years. In in the big picture, how important is this season to this organization? And in the little picture, how important is June 11th to this organization, both on and off the field? Uh, I would say that this is one of the most critical years in the history of our organization. Um, both because of our record on the field and our record off the field, in that we really need the community and local businesses to step back up and support us. Now, I'm not saying that we're begging it for you and we're not delivering any value, not at all. In fact, the complete opposite. We've worked really hard with our team to make sure that we're putting together really creative customized solutions for each business and you know for example one of our packages is we offer businesses uh, to come in and just simply purchase tickets that would go to underprivileged children and we will donate that to um, indigenous groups underprivileged youth people that would never come to a game on behalf of that sponsor and you get a tax receipt for it so we're, we're starting with just kind of the basic fundamentals to bring the business community back um, into supporting us. Now, the fans, uh, there are those fans that, uh, rightly so, will start to come back when we get a winning record. But there's also fans that understand that football and the Elks as a community-owned team, this is just a family outing. And it's a great summer night, and they want to come out for the atmosphere and watch a little bit of football. So we're, you know... This is a critical year for us to to perform financially as a club and on the field. June 11th is the start of it. I mean, you win one battle at a time, one game at a time. And Manny, that's what he was saying earlier. Everyone believes we're on path to be champions, and that's how we're playing, and that's a champion's mindset. And it starts with having a fantastic turnout for June 11th. And we're playing against Saskatchewan, and so usually... <laughs> It's a really, really great game. Victor, hold the line for just a second. Uh, we have a couple more questions for you. Victor Kui joining us, the uh, president and CEO of the uh, Edmonton Elks Football Club on this Elks Thursday. Stay with us more with Victor right after this. We're sure hoping there's more than just a bit of fun at Commonwealth Stadium this year as the Edmonton Elks get ready to launch the season June 11th. It's Football Thursday, and the president of the club, Victor Kui, is joining us. And I know uh, Morty had some more questions for you, Vic. Uh, Victor, I just want to ask, uh, this is notoriously a walk-up town. We're still a week and a half away from June 11th and, and Game 1, but what's the enthusiasm uh, level like that you're seeing from the fans as far as the, the early bit of ticket sales goes? Wow, well, this has been a really, really big surprise. Um, you know, uh, typically, uh, I think this this is maybe two days old, but typically around this date and time, we would have only sold around 600 walk-up tickets in advance, casual tickets to our season opener. Um, 
So, you know, that, that we consider that on average a good amount, 600 tickets, 600, 650. Today, we're at about 3,000 already. So this is a really good sign that the fans are, are excited about June 11th. And we still have a long way to go. Um, you know, we'd want to see that number continue to increase. And with sort of 11 days or 10 days to, 10 days to go, there's, there's still plenty of time to do that. Um, we had some other interesting tickets that we made available and more accessible to fans, particularly our partnership with Costco. And on our first round of tickets that we sent out to all of the stores across Edmonton, we sold out and we've restocked that. So we know that fans are, are accessing our tickets in a completely different way. All right, in June 11, the home opener, is that Military Appreciation Night as well, Vic? Uh, yeah, you know, Jalen, I love that question. You know how important the military is to me and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and the service that we do. So everything, we've, we've really looked hard at, at different ways that we can do our military appreciation this year. And we've got a couple of dates themed around that where we're working with all branches of the armed forces to do something really creative. And in fact, I'm hoping to do some element of it with every game. Nice. I'm not necessarily saying that it's just stand up and recognize somebody for their service. Um, I, I don't like to do things that are that I think are just sort of tokenism. Mm-hmm. I like to do things that help make our community better, really better. And there's so many great organizations. Like, you know, you and I have talked about the impact of something like No Stones Left Alone mm-hmm. or um, the, the Valor House and the great work that they do. So continuing to support them whether we have a game and it's a theme that is there for the public to enjoy or it's actually activities that as an organization we commit to every single day of the year is really what i the processes that i i want to put in place when it comes to appreciating and thanking our armed forces for their service all right sounds good victor Kui joining us this morning on elks thursday thanks for this victor appreciate it Thank you very much. Have a great day. See you oh, June 11th. Oh, hey, one more question for you. How'd your daughter oh. do on her track and field champion races this week? <laughs> you know, I'm, I was heartbroken because I missed it because I was in Toronto for our CFL meetings. And, you know, there's nothing more heartbreaking for a parent than missing their, their children's um, events. And she trained. She had a 200, 400, 800, and a relay, and she's made it to the cities in two of those events. So awesome. I'm pretty nice. proud of her. Oh, well, congratulations to her. Thanks, Vic. All right, take care. Okay, take care. Victor Quee joining us uh, this morning, uh, the president and CEO of the Edmonton Elks Football Club. We ran into Victor and his daughter at the game on uh, Saturday, Saturday when it was, yep, yep. and we got talking with uh, with her about this. Run. The 200, 400, 800, and relay. That's yeah. a lot. She's busy. Yeah, the 400's a tough run, man. I did that when I was a kid. <laughs> They're all tough. Oh, that's for me. Not well, nice. I can't not run a, 10 meters right kid. now. So <laughs> I can run to the fridge. <laughs> to the fridge. Yeah, right? <laughs> and they're off. And he's back. Oh, and he's got uh, munchies oh, in hand. To have the energy of a 10-year-old, right? <laughs> Amen. Uh, 10 days away to that uh, season opener, the home mm-hmm. opener. Ticketmaster or Go Elks for all your ticket information. But, uh, yeah, it should be a great night. Uh, hopefully the weather will be great. They haven't had a very good s- last few seasons weather-wise. They've yeah. kind of been hit hard with lots of rain and stuff. So hopefully it'll be nice, nice weather this year. Mm-hmm. That would be lovely. Bring your sunscreen. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. 
Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.